0: Good morning, everybody. Today, Buzat Hashem, we'll be starting Maseches Nazir, which means we'll be on that Be'ezim Adalf and Maseches Nazir. Uh, Schedule a reminder. Uh, Big CM going on in Florida. So I will not be here until next week, either Tuesday or Wednesday. The original plan was Wednesday. I might come a day early. Um, But no time like the present to start Maseches Nazir. By way of introduction, Barry, and uh, we miss you, Andrew. By way of introduction... I couldn't help but notice when I started uh, preparing Nazir that the first half in Maseches Nazir looks exactly reads the Gemara reads almost exactly like the first half in Maseches Nedarim. So let's start with the Mishnah and we'll talk a little bit about it. Says the Mishnah: Kol kinuyim naziris kinaziris. Do you re- do you remember the first half in in Nedarim? kinuyim and Yodos. Was the topic of the first mission of Nadarim, right? The Kinuim are the colloquialism of Naziris, right? So you don't have to say, um, you, well, I guess let's take a step back. What's a Nazir, Barry? <laughs> <laughs> we already know what a Nazir is. Why? Because we learned Mesechus Nadarim, Baruch Hashem, Hadron Allah. We made the Seam yesterday, and we mentioned many times that Naziris is one of the types of Nadarim. And it is worth re-mentioning that the fact is, a person can make a statement uh, that obligates them, according to the, that gives, right, impose a self-imposed Torah obligation that heretofore they did not have. There is certainly no obligation for one to make another. In fact, it's frowned upon. And we've already seen, uh, with the rare exception of the Hill in case of, Full sincerity and awe in um, in wanting to motivate oneself to to uh, perform avodas Hashem in the purest of ways, I guess you could say. Um, one who sees a sota bekilkula as we uh, has been made famous by Rashi in the Chumash. In the Chumash, what happens? There is a concept of the sota. This is already foreshadowing to what the next mesachta is going to be, right? As we. Um, approach the end of Seder-Nashim, and you'll see soon, very soon, why I'm mentioning Seder-Nashim. Seder-Nashim is one of the Shisha Sidrei Mishnah, and it involves with all aspects of Ishas. right? We've had the Ksuba. We've talked about um, so many aspects of Ishus. Soon we will have Gitan and Kiddushin, which obviously belong in Seder-Nashim. But nestled inside Seder-Nashim, and this will be the first question of our Gemara, is this concept of Nedarim that we just finished. And the reason why Nedarim is in Seder Nashim is because after all, almost all of Masechah's Nedarim had to do with the, not the Hataras Nedarim, but the Hafaras Nedarim, uh, when, where a father or a husband has the ability to right nip a nether of his wife in the bud and stop it. And so it is that aspect where we talk 90% of the Masechah about a wife Making a neder and a husband, right, the context in which a husband can stop that neder. So that context makes it appropriate in Seder Nashim. Certainly, Masecha Sota, which follows, right, our Masecha that we're about to start now, Nazir, Masecha Sota is appropriate in Seder Nashim because the Sota is, right, the wayward wife who then has to be, right, checked to see if she was in fact faithful or not. And so between the Dharma and Sota, we have this, this Nazir in the Torah where you have the Parsha of Sota that describes the procedure with which you check the, the, right, the uh, wife where we question her faithfulness to her husband. We then see the Parsha of Nazir. That appears in the sixth chapter of Midbar, And there's a whole section of where a person... Right, you will notice that that pasuk first of all mentions Nadarim. Kiya it has a double lushan of Nadarim. then it has a double lation of nazir, nazir lahazir lahashem, and the parsha ensues. Obviously, we won't read the whole all twenty-two psukim here or 21 Pesukim, but the Pasha ensues and describes this type of nether, which is the nether of Nezirus. And that'll be the topic of our Masechta, but this nether of Nezirus is A, a type of nether, and B, Rashi points out in the Chumash, it is kol sherah kula when a person sees, right, the kind of behavior that led all the way down, degenerated into a wife. Class for and being unfaithful in that kind of environment can cause one to try to go in the opposite direction of uh, asceticism, right? The opposite direction of saying, you know what, I'm swearing off wine and I'm not going to get a haircut and I'm swearing off that those gosh-me-things, I'm going to swing the pendulum into the in the other direction and avoid all of these earthly pleasures, I guess you could say, right, uh, in order to isolate myself from all of the influences, right, that, that could lead to sota B'Kilkula, I'm going to go in the other direction. So it's really a fascinating thing, right, that a person, when so doing, imposes upon themselves all kinds of obligations. And that will be the topic of Aram We will discuss uh, the nature of that neder. That's what we're going to discuss in our Mishnah now. And our Mishnah is discussing how that nether can be imposed upon oneself. The nether of nazirus can be imposed upon oneself in the same way that any nether can be. Because when we learned Maseches Nedarim, we said that there's something called kinuim. You don't have to just say, I mean, there has to be a formula, right? That's really the question. If you're going to actually say that you can actually make a declaration that's gonna impose something on yourself to so you would think there'd be like a formula, right? It would have to be said in a certain way. Right when we say tfilos, we have to have a certain text, right? Certainly, when we read in the Chumash, the Chumash can't deviate even by one letter. And yet, these statements are more statements of intent, as we saw in the Darm. Right? We spent the whole Masechta of the Darm trying to figure out what is the person's intent, and whatever that person's intent is, we're going to say that that is going to actually create a halachic, right, a halachically binding commitment to that neder That's incredible. And so what we start off with today is that the same uh, cr- criteria or low bar that we have of intent for nadarim is also gonna apply even to the neder of naziris. So that, so that, even though naziris, the idea of becoming a nazir has its own partial in it has the same threshold essentially as nadarim in that you can do either a colloquial declaration or as we will soon see a partial declaration um, as long as you have a commitment to Nazir and we can discern that you have that, we're going to impose all of the aspects of Naziris that we're going to show you soon. So the Mishnah again says, kol ki nuye nazirus ki nazira." So any colloquialism that you'll say um, that's going to imply that you're going to become a Nazir will be as effective as an actual right, legitimate uh, statement of I hereby pronounce myself a Nazir. That's what that means, okay? And then it gives examples of, not kinuyim, but what we call yados. When we learned the Dharm. yados are when you make a partial declaration, just like when you pick up a, I don't know, a bag or a cup and you pick it up by its handle, you could pick up the whole handle, even though you're only holding on to a part of the handle. So too, when you only right, make a partial statement, you only express a small portion of the statement of hereby become a Nazir, you can take on the full right um, Naziras as follows. Omer, hey that's all you said. That's unbelievable. "Hey, I shall be. That's all you said, Barry. Hare is a Nazir. You become a Nazir. Barry, all you said was "Hey, How are we supposed to know what that means? We'll see in the Gemara. Or how about oh, hey no? I shall be beautiful. Boom. Nazir. You become a Nazir. It's unbelievable. So we'll discuss in the Gemara, the structure here, right? We said kinuim, and we gave example of yados. Again, does that sound familiar? Yes. Deja vu. This was how the mission was structured at the beginning of Nadarim. Okay. Now we go back to examples of kinuim. Nazik, naziach, paziach, right? These are the term. You remember this, Barry. Korban Konum, right? This is, again, the same structure as Nadarim person says words, like colloquialisms, that uh, you might recall there was a machlokas, actually, um, whether this is a translation of the word nazir in different languages, or is this colloquialism in slang, be that as it may, if he uses words that sound like nazir, nazik, naziach, paziach, right, hareze nazir, even though he's not using the actual word nazir, that is like a colloquialism, and even that, despite not being the exact formula of "here I become a Nazir," it will actually be halakhically impactful, and he will become a Nazir with all of the halachas that we will learn that are attached to that. Hareini kaze. Okay, so as we'll see in the Gemara, I can't help but um, but <laughs> but say that this is what's going to happen. You're going to see a Nazir walking by, obviously, and you say, "I want I want to be, I want some of that." I want to be like this guy. Or, Harini Mesalsel. Right? Mesalsel sounds like you're going to be playing with your hair because as we'll see, the Nazir grows his hair out. I want, to, I want to be a hair guy. I would love some of that fro um, uh, or whatever, right? I'm going to have my curls. I'm going to curl it out. I'm going to grow it out. Or, Harini Mechalkel. We'll see what all these means. le alayi Uh pera. L'shalech pera, like pera like to grow out long hair. I'm going to let this out. Right, I'm going to let my hair out. Um, all of those terms, the individual will become a nazir. Harei alay tziporim. What's tziparim? Okay, so here it bears mentioning that there is, and again, Barry, you can't just take an animal, right, and bring a korban as a korban chatas if you don't have to bring a korban chatas, right? If you have no chatas obligation, you can't just bring a korban, right? Um, that's called bringing chulin b'azara. You can't just bring a random bird or a random animal and just... And, and, and You could bring it as an adava, right? But we're talking about, and we will see, as the Torah describes, there's a lot of korbanos involved in the purification process. In other words, one, one has taken on Naziris, in order to, um, to reintegrate with the world, re-enter society after the naziris, there's a lot of purification that has to go on. And as we will see soon enough, many karbanos, not all of them birds, but many of them birds. And so uh, this is sort of like a lot of bird karbanos that we'll be learning. In fact, where this mesechet, uh really... Um, I guess you could say, topically belongs, some would argue, we'll see this soon, it belongs in Kachim. There's so many, right? There's so many Karbonas. Um, there's so many carbonus in this particular, this is really the Rush and the Tosfos I'll bring up here. So many carbonus bought as part of the process. And again, I stress, all of these Karbonas normally you wouldn't have to bring, but just by virtue of these partial or colloquial little declarations, you've now taken on a whole new world of halacha, including these karbanos. Anyway, so if you say, I'm taking on this bird situation, so there, there's already a machlokas. Rabbi Meir says, that does make you a nazir, omer nazir, vechachamim omer ein nazir. And we will see the source of that machlokas, why, that's actually tomorrow's daf, um, why will there be uh, a machlokis about whether taking on birds um, is going to make you a nazir. Okay, did I say, did, did I say the scheduling note that I won't be here to, for, for the tomorrow's life? I think I did. Um, but you have that to look forward to. Now, uh, before we start the Gemara, um, I should point out that, uh, I don't know why Rabari Leibowitz, the great Tafyomi master, didn't say that this is exactly what he said about Nadarim, but it seems like when um, Chazal learned uh learned uh, shahs, I should say, did daf yomi, if you will, right? They, this was the end. Nadarim, like we, we think of nida as the end, right? Because that's because we start with brachos and then nida is the end of the shahs cycle. But for whatever reason, it's like they didn't get to Nadarim and to Nazir at the end. It, there is a uh, tradition that the gaonim did not learn Nadir, uh, Nadarim and Nazir. And so that's another similarity that Nadarm has to Nazir. And, in fact, the Rashi in Maseches Nazir is just like Nadarm, not considered Rashi. There's different theories as to what it is. Some say it's maybe the Rashbam. has a slightly different uh, style than, than Rashi. And so many of the things that we said, the language of Maseches Nazir has a lot of um, different emendations. It looks like an unedited version of Shas, and they say that this is what Shas could look like without, you know, further, you know, if it weren't gone over and edited. So we will we will contend with that, but we'll keep it smooth, Barry. We'll keep it smooth and, and legible and understandable. But I should just point out that really all of those things we already said about Nadarim they apply to Nazir too. So aside from the fact that Naziris is a type of Nadar, there are actual structural structural similarities between. Um, Nazir and Adarim, and it's really comes as a package deal, which makes the following question that we begin with the Gemara with kind of ironic, as you shall see. Let's see in the Gemara as follows: Mechdi Tana Beseder Nashim Kai. Let's see. Well, Aretana, otherwise known as Yehuda Nasi, the organizer of the Mishnah, is right now holding by Seder Nashim, right? Because we're learning Seder Nashim. My time at Tani Nazir. Why are we learning Masechet Nazir? Did you ever see a question like this before, Barry? I don't know if this appears anywhere else in Shas, where the Gemara, we have very often, when we learn a Masechta, Tosfus will say, we're learning in this order for this reason, right? And this is why, and the Rishonim will explain the order of the Masechtas. But why are we in Masechet Nashim? I've never, so far we haven't heard this kind of question before. So that's our question. So I would have said, are you kidding me? First of all, look at the that we 're going to learn soon it 's masseha sota, so sota bikilkula as we 've described. anybody who ever saw a sota would be actually want to learn Muse nazir when we get to the beginning of massecha sota Hashem, we 'll ask well if that 's the case, why don 't we do it like in the order of the Parshias? First learn masseha sota, and then we 'll learn musekhas nazir and i haven 't learned sota yet, so i don 't know the answer, but I could tell you the answer, Barry, uh, at least according to what I think, which is. It's a type of nadir, Mary. Once you learn nadarim, nadarim and nazir are their package. I don't even understand the question. Of course, once you learn nadarim, you learn nazir. It's almost like these these msechitas are fused. There's so many similarities. It's a form of naziris. And so we know why we learn nadarim because nadarim had to do with hafaris nadarim. That's why that's in dashim. And now we're um, and now, because we learn Nadarm, of course we're learning Nazir. And again, as we say, what would be the alternative? So, okay, so the Russian test, the alternative would be Kachim. But Nazir belongs with Nadarm. It's a type of nether. What's the question? So I think that the reason, what, what the, I'm, ga- I'm going to give you a chiddush here, Barry. Now, when I say I give a chiddush, that just means don't listen to what I'm about to say, because this is based on nothing except for speculation. So don't take it too seriously. But I think that there's something fundamental here, that every mesechta, Right must have a theme aside from context with the other Masechot. Something inherent has to fit into that category. So we're implying this implies, in my opinion, something about how Rebbe organized the Shisha Sidri Mishnah. Right? The, the question of the Gemara can't be right that this is so out of context because it's exactly in context. It's in between Nadarim and Sota is exactly where Nazir should be set, um, nestled in. But no, independently, inherently aside from the context of the, mesech, the neighboring Masechtas, what is it about Nazir independently that has to do with meseches nash, with uh, Seder Nashim? So that's what we're going to answer as follows. Says the Gemara, Tana Akrokai. Yeah. Rebuda Anasi, who's the ultimate Tana, is dealing with the following Pasuk. The Pasuk says, V'hayayim be'inav ki matzaba ervas davar. What's going on here? That there's a Pasuk, right? This is, in Devarim, person gets married, and, and because of La Sefer crisis, right? This is the famous Pesach that is the source of the get. W- what does that have to do with anything? Why are we quoting a Pesach has to do with the source of the get? Well, it's because in ba er davar, explains the Gemara. What happens? Why would a person normally have a divorce? Marital discord comes from infidelity most of the time. And if marital discord comes from this kind of lack of faithfulness, right, then one must point out that most infidelity and faithfulness comes from a lax permissive attitude. And that's what the Gemara are actually is saying. Says the Gemara, Bahaki kamar, mi garam Vera. What caused this Avera? What put us in this situation where we're dealing with a sota and we don't know, is she really faithful? What causes the breakdown of the marriage unit? Yain. <laughs> Drinking wine. So Ravari Leibowitz, a great Tafiomi master, points out that that is fascinating because yain obviously can be a great thing. It's right. levave nosh. Wine makes a person happy. But obviously the concept is moderation and context, right? Yain can be the source of great evil. And so it has to be done in moderation. So when it's done in excess, you have to swing the pendulum to the other side. And in fact, as the Torah says, it's not the only uh, thing that a Nazir has to stay away from. But the first thing that's mentioned in the Pasuk is Yain. Don't drink or even have any grape derivative products, as we'll learn, Beka Amar. And as we say, the famous statement, says the Gemara, Kol Haroi Soto the word nazir comes from the word yazir, which means restraint. Anybody who sees the sota, right, the accused adulteress in her disgraced state of kilkul will be motivated or should restrain himself and swing the pendulum in the other direction and have no more wine. Okay, so since, right, so, so people would say, wait a minute. So, see, I'm reading this Gemara differently. One could say, oh, so the reason Nazir is here is because Sota is here. But no, what I, what I think the Gemara is saying is independent of Nazir being juxtaposed to Sota, which we'll learn next, Nazir is inherently a Nushim topic, right? Because it is inextricably related to this topic of permissiveness, which is inextricably related to the integrity of the marital bond, right? That the marital bond requires a person to be wholesome and to stay away from the behavior that will lead them astray, but so so Naziris is a response to that, okay? Now, as we've said many times, just like we said by Nadar and Barry, we're not really fans of having to swing the pendulum back and forth. We would much rather you stayed stable in the first place, Right. And didn't stray. That, then you wouldn't have to have Naziris. And that would be the ideal. So, obviously, we'll discuss many times, right, the fact that this is really more of a unstable, uns- right, uh, pendulum swing. But, nonetheless, it is one that the Torah acknowledges as a potential remedy for straying off the path. So, 12 lines down on Bezum Aleph. We're gonna get now, finally, into this topic of chinoi min yados, And we're gonna have a copy-paste version of what we said in Maseches Nadarm. We're gonna ask the same questions. If this sounds familiar to you, that's a good sign. That's your first, because yesterday you said, Hadron Allah Maseches Nadarm, so here we're doing it again. We're gonna review the first dot from the Darm and apply it to Nazir as follows. Says the Gemara. This is a question with regarding to the structure of our Mishnah. The Mishnah says, kol right? It says that any colloquialism by Naziris would impose upon you Naziris. And yet, Mefarsh Yaddos. And then when it gave examples, it says Haomer Ahey. That's not Kinuyim. Ahey is just a partial statement. That's not what a colloquialism is. That is Yaddos. So why did the Mishnah say that Kol Kinuyim Naziris and then give an example of something which is not that, which is not even mentioned in the Mishnah? We didn't even say that yodos, Um are actually um, are imposed upon you the naziris. So the Gemara answers a be Beitema Some say Rava answered this. Some say that this is a statement that was made without any definitive right attribution to any manda Amar. Chasir Right? So we already see that this Gemara reads different. The Mishnah is actually missing a piece and this is what the Mishnah should read as follows. Kol kinui naziris kin as the Mishnah does begin. And then v'yadus naziris kin and also that the yadas, that the partial declarations, also impose upon you naziris ve'eluhain. And here are examples of the yados, right? Ve'eluhain yados ha'omer eheh nazir etc. etc. Then one the a person always says hey, he becomes a nazir. So wait a minute, says the Gemara. Well, we just said that you impose naziris upon yourself by kinuim or by yados, and then we give the example of yados first. Why are we not organized, Mary? Why don't we say kinuim can take upon naziris and yados can take upon naziris and then give examples of kinuim and then give example of yados? Why are we saying that kinuim and yados can accept upon yourself naziris and then start with our second thing? Start with yados instead of starting with naziris in the order that it was presented? Which we went through this already, same exact thing by Ndarm. Uh Well, Tanah mehahu a Yeah says the Gemara, that that is a, actually a common Mishnah style, that you mention the kinuim and yodos, and then give examples of Yadas first, and then the kinuim. How do, where do we see that? Well, we'll quote the same Gemaras, Mishnahis and Shabbos that we quoted in Adarim, we'll quote them again. Like we have in the Mishnah, Shabbos Tavchav, Right? Very famously, we say it every Friday, uh, Arab Shabbos, and we Right? We say, what can we light, and what can we not? What can we not use for a lamp to light on Shabbos? Because you know of all the reasons that we learn Masechah Shabbos of right all the things that it will come to, all the problems that can ensue if you use the wrong fuel for your lights on Shabbos. And we farsh So the Mishnah starts with saying, what can we use, and what can we not use? And it gives the examples of what you can't use first. Okay, and and similarly in Masechah Shabbos. In Daf Mem Zayin, I believe, is we say, what can you insulate hot foods with or not? You know, with whether it's most of Hevel or not, etc. It'll cause uh, problems. We start with what you can't use first. Bame Isha me says the Mishnah. What can a woman go out with with respect to the Isr of Hotza? What could she wear that we're concerned that she's going to take off and it'll be Hotza? Or that we're not concerned and it won't be Hotza? Or it's just part of her clothing? So again, we start by explaining what she cannot wear. So we explain, we ask, we ask, what can she wear and what can she not wear, and we start with examples of what she cannot wear. So this is a style that is common, and so by saying and yodas, it should be no surprise, Barry, that we start with examples of the others first. However, there are examples of the other way as well. It says the Gemara, but in Shabbos nun aleph, we say, "But may in yotza, We ask, again, with respect to what we consider hatzah, but this time a behema has all kinds of um, adornments on them, right? Is going out with accoutrements and what are allowed and what are not allowed. We start out with the gamal and what he can go out with first. So there, we are consistent with the order. So which is it? Or another Mishnah like this. In Baba Vastra Kuvches, Yesh nochalinu manchilin, right? Like a father... Bequeaths to his son. A son doesn't usually bequeath to his father. However, it can go in a bunch of different directions. And the the mission of Baba goes through all the permutations. So there's nochlin manchilin, nochlin below manchilin that can right inherit, uh, rather, but they, they can't bequeath to others. Or manchilin below nochlin, or they can receive, uh, or, or they can rather bequeath. They can give, but they cannot inherit. Or lo Nachlin below manchilin. And there are some relationships where you neither receive, where there's no relation, let's say, you neither receive or give. But be that as it may, and we'll get to Babu soon enough, but the point is that, and we already discussed this in greater length when we had, again, these same exact examples in the same exact order in, Masech, in the beginning of the and the Darm. Be that as it may, manchilin was the first case brought up in the Mishnah. And in fact, that's how we begin. Uh, we first give, the examples of the first case. So we brought several Mishnais where we go out of order and several Mishnahists where we go in the order that presented in the Mishnah. And the question is, why are we doing this pattern? We see there's no single universal pattern. So why are we doing the same why are we doing this pattern of, of going against the grain and bringing examples of, uh, and explaining that there's kinuim and then introducing the concept of yados and then explaining examples of yados before kinuim? Says the Gemara. In fact, it is true that some Mishnayis will have where the examples are in the order that they are presented initially, that the alacha are presented, and some have it when the examples are out of order. Elohasam in the Mishnaiyas where you first mention the second uh, the second halacha uh, in your examples, the isura de nafshehu. This is the principle the Gemara wants to say: when you have a personal uh, iser, right? Mefarish isura de In other words, I'll tell you in the Mishnais in Shabbos, right? By madlikin of madlikin. So now you have a personal iser to use the wrong fuel for your lamp. So that's a very serious iser of Shabbos. And therefore, let's start first with what's usser. You want to know what's usser first. I have a good explanation of this bad Barry. You have to look. You have to look forward to this. How, so that's when it's a really serious usser. However, gabi behema the usser idi behema hu the where really the isser is coming in view of the behema, which is to say, it's a far lesser isser. Right? It, it is usser, but. It's not an active violation of the Yisr. So we'll go with which situation is allowed first. So I'll say it like this, Barry. There's two kinds. As we turn to Bez on the Bez, at the almost symbolic time, 6.12 a.m., there's two kinds of lawyers that you can hire, Barry. If you have a very serious, severe violation that you're going to be personally held responsible for and have great accountability for, so you want to make sure that you don't, right, fall into that trap. You want to make sure that you don't violate it. So then you hire the lawyer that could tell you, oh, better watch out for that. Tell you when you're getting close to that to, to crossing that line. How, and that's the cases where you have the personal issue. That's what the mission is saying. But if you have like a startup, right, and you wanna like and you wanna basically Uh, know what you can do in order to and and you're not dealing with real severe violations, you're dealing with something where all you want to make sure is that you're not going to that you're not in violation of of something as you're growing, so sometimes you need a lawyer to tell you what you can do, right? Because anybody could tell you. This is why we say karch dehete or adif, right? Anybody could tell you, oh, that could be a problem. I'm, I don't know nothing about the law, but I could tell you some, Anything could be a problem, but sometimes you need a lawyer to tell you what you can do. So in the Mishnahus, where it's not a serious prohibition, you want to know with regards to the behema, like what you can send the behema out with. So we start with. Tell me what I can send the behema out with. I'm not that worried about this violation. I more want to know, like, what could I put on this behema? As opposed to it's such a serious avera, you want to know, you know what? I'm really concerned. I don't want to violate this avera, so start with the examples of what I can't do. That's how I would say it. So as we turn to base, base so nochlin nami, uh, and this would be true over Yesh Nochlin. Now, again, with Yesh Nochlin, uh, so, so it's not really either, right? It's not it's equal consequences, right? We're not really talking about Isurin. We're just saying, diff- we're just describing different types of relationships. So then, so then it would make sense to go in order. In other words, when all things being equal and there's no severity of Isur ish, uh, issue, so then you may as well do it in order. So that's what happens with Yesh Nochlin. So what's in our Mishnah? In our Mishnah, it's equal consequences. So lifresh kinu'i so he came back to the question, Barry. We brought all the, all the Mishnayos and Shabbos, and we said, okay, that has to do with the severity of the Yasser, whether you start with what you can or cannot do, because that was all the examples that we brought. But then we circled all the way back around. We said, here we're in a case of equal consequences, so why, if that's the case, then we have no excuse to go out of order. So why are we going out of the order? So the Gemara says, okay, a new reason why we're going out of order, giving the examples in the opposite order of the halachas, as follows, Elohainutam Nutam veasyan lemidrasha. Oh, we're mentioning the examples of the yodas first because we learned from a We know that the we know that the Chazal loved their Drasha. It comes from the Pasuk that we quoted. Kiyafli Lindor Nazil And we already learned, and this is actually in a Daf Bayzam at Aleph, where the Ran hooks us up over there with explaining how in that Pasuk we learned the idea of Yodas from that Pasuk. And as we know, Chazal loved the, their drushes and so they couldn't wait, Barry. They went for the drushes first. Eating dessert first, Barry, because that's their favorite part, okay? And therefore, because Yodos came from a drusha, wait a minute, yados came from a drusha, and what? You're gonna say kinuim didn't come from a drusha? So yes, yeah, so that we already learned in the Darm, that the Ch- Chazal thought that kinuim, this idea of colloquialism, is in fact obvious, or, or is implied. Misvara, they understood that kinuim should work as long as you're getting the point across. Be that as it may, Says the Gemara, therefore, okay. So if you love the Yoda so much, so then that should be the first halacha you bring up. Why you first, why you, if that's the first example you're going to bring because you love it, that should be your first halacha. Says the Gemara, Tanaki matchil, matchil bi carbon. Now, first you have to bring what would be considered the basic, the more common case, the basic uh, carbon formula, meaning the more basic case, which is kinuim. Yodos is more unusual. So we understand that when it comes to explanation, the pirushay we're going to explain the yados because that's more chaviv. That's we like more. But when we're first introducing it, we have to introduce the more classic case. Okay, and the more classic case, the more is the korban. Fine. So now, in the 2.6 lines down, let's start analyzing these cases in the Mishnah as follows. So, Omer, uh, hey, a guy says, hey a Wow, that's how you become a nazar just by saying the word "Hey." It says the Gemara, "Dilma He could have been saying anything, right? All he says, "I will be a ah, Hey." So, w- how do we know that that's a Maybe he took on a fast. Amr Shmuel could go and show you a over the Has to be a case where the Nazer is passing through, and he says, "Yeah, I want to some of that." So, Shmuel <speaking in Hebrew> Wait a minute. If when Shmuel says that. It must be when the nazir is passing. Does that mean that if a nazir was not passing, that the yadayim would not work? In other words, we're learning that yadayim works to take on naziris. Is that only when it's obvious because the nazir is passing? So the Gemara Amri. Well, in the base measure they say bismanch nazir over lefanav lekalas le pukah b'milsechrina. Yeah, that when a nazir is passing in front of him, you can't say that. In other words, we're, we're suspecting that maybe Shmuel needs it to be absolutely clear. We're saying that's not absolutely clear. Just because a Nazir just walked into Shul doesn't mean that that's for sure what he means. He could still mean that anything. So, Avavada ain't a Nazir over the fun of. It's certainly true that if a vada if a Nazir is not passing by, then the statement "hey" means nothing. And then it may be talking about Tainis. However, if a Nazir is passing despite the fact that it's not absolutely clear that that's the intention, at least Shmuel says it's clear enough that it would in fact count to make you a Nazir. So the Gemara, however, with the maybe a Nazir is passing and you say, hey, I want to do that. Maybe what you mean is that you want to bring his karbanis for him. Uh, the Gemara says, so the Gemara answers, no, the Ka'amar Balibo. The case is where you resolved in your heart, the person who became a Nazir, resolved in his heart to be a Nazir, and that's an unbelievable Kiddush. That he resolved in his heart to be in Nazir, and even though the only expression he said was, hey, I shall be, the combination, as the Mefreshim explained, of a clear resolution in your heart and a partial declaration is a deadly combination that makes you take on his so ears. In other words, one or the other on its own, a full right uh, uh, expression in your heart alone would not work without any express, verbal expression, and a partial expression with no heart. Uh, intention would not work either, but you put the two together, and that creates naziris. So says the Gemara. Well, of course that creates naziris. That sounds like it's not a chiddush. I mean, after all, your heart is 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 uh, feeling it very definitively, and you're expressing something. Something. So why shouldn't it work? Says the Gemara. Mo, the libo shavin. Yeah, you might think that his verbal expression has to match his intent fully and spell it out. Says the Gemara, Kamash You don't have to spell it out. That once you have the intention in your heart, that already creates the right. That already creates the obligation. As long as you match it with some verbal impression, uh, expression, even though partial. So in our hearts, we resolved to finish Daf Bez in Maseches Nazir. That was our expression in our heart. So even though we only did partial, and we ended up seven lines up from the bottom of Beis Ahmed Bez, Tomorrow, we'll start with the two dots, or whoever will we'll be here, we'll start with the two dots, seven lines up from Bez and Bez. And it is as if we completed the whole thing. We have taken on now the journey of Masechus Nazir. Bezat Hashem, neder, and to finish it and go beyond as well.